Welcome to Curate the Future, the podcast to help ambitious multi-passionates design and launch their new path. Insights and interviews with professional women who have changed careers, started businesses, and conquered their inner roadblocks along the way. Inspiration and guidance to help you get clear on your dreams and get the confidence to go for it. My name is Sumeya, and let's get to it. Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of Curate the Future. So here's a question. What separates those who persist from those who give up? What separates those who cheer themselves on versus those who psych themselves out? I think what separates them is how they handle fear. So think about things like apathy, complacency, dejection, pessimism. It's all fear in disguise because those feelings are often a way of protecting ourselves from confronting the fear, the fear that is underneath all of those those things. And confronting fear is uncomfortable, right? And underneath most everything that keeps people stuck is fear. Like if we just want to get straight to the, the root of it, just cut past all the crap, what we're going to find underneath everything is fear. And it's usually the same handful of fears I find. Things like fear of being judged, you know, what other people are going to think about you or say about you. Fear of not being good enough. That's probably the biggest fear, the most important one under everything. It's this feeling that so many of us have, probably everybody, every human being has underneath of just not being good enough. I don't think that's just a handful of people or a certain kind of person. I think every human being struggles with that to some degree. So underneath so much of this stuff is just a fear of not being good enough. And what that all really boils down to, or or how it manifests, is the fear of making the wrong decision. And people are scared to choose because of what they think it'll mean if it turns out to be the the quote-unquote wrong decision. What would it mean about you if you chose something and it didn't go right, it turned out to be the wrong decision, you, you're worried about people judging you. You're worried about it not working out because you weren't good enough to make it happen, right? So all of these things are kind of tangled together, but it's really the fear of making the wrong decision and the fear of not being good enough. So if the fear were not in the way, what would change for you? That's a pretty important question to ask. If the fear were not in the way, what would change for you? Think about it for a few minutes. If I weren't scared of blank, I would blank. Like actually answer that question. Think about it now or after you listen to this, but fill it out. If I weren't scared of blank, I would blank. And see what comes up for you as you answer that question. So how do we deal with the fear? There's lots of advice out there, lots of tips, lots of tricks, lots of listicles out there about how to handle fear, but I want to distill it down to what I believe is the main thing. And that is this. Your desire has to outweigh your fear. Your desire has to outweigh your fear. If your desire for what it is that you say you want does not outweigh your fear of all the things that come along with pursuing it, then what's going to be the motivation to confront the fear? There isn't any, right? You need something that's going to motivate you to face the fears that come along with pursuing your big goals, things like starting a business. Because all of these big goals and starting a business for sure has a lot of fear wrapped up in it. It's totally normal. It's part of the deal. But you need something that's going to challenge you to face those fears and push past it. 
And that thing, I believe, is wanting what's on the other side of the fear badly enough that it's going to kick you into action to face the fear. So one of them is going to win, right? Like fear and desire are two sides of the same coin. And one of them is going to win, plain and simple. And the good news is that which one, which one wins is your choice. It's not up to fate. It's not random. It's going to be a matter of which one you choose to focus on. It's a decision. And that's good news and that's bad news. It's good news because it puts you in the driver's seat. You have, a, you, you have agency in how this all works out. And it's bad news because it means, well, you've got to take some responsibility for it, right? And we don't like taking responsibility for the things that, that we don't want to do, the things that make us uncomfortable. So fear and excitement are two sides of the same coin, and you are going to choose whichever one you will focus on. So if you're saying things like, nothing works for me, I shouldn't bother, it's too hard, and I can't do it, that's one set of thoughts focusing on the fear versus things like, this is exciting, I see possibilities, I can figure things out. Those are thoughts that, that focus on the excitement, the desire. So if you've got two different people thinking those two different sets of thoughts, who's going to get what they want? Which person? It's pretty obvious, right? So your job then is to stoke your desire until you are so fired up that you're willing to do what it takes. I was talking about this with a client today. She was saying that, um, you know, she was talking about the normal fears about whether or not she could actually pull off this business and whether or not she could actually do it. But she did say, but you know, I'm really excited about all the things that I could do, that I could have, or in all the ways my life would change if I pulled this off. And she said that was really motivating her. And I was like, boom, perfect. Like you've got to focus on that. Pour the gasoline on those flames, right? Pour the gasoline on it and make your desire so, so big until you are just so fired up that you're willing to do what it takes. That's really all the formula is, folks. It really comes down to that. You've got to be willing to confront the fear and, and willing to face the discomfort that comes with persisting, willing to face the challenges because you so badly want what's on the other side. And, and I think it really is this simple. We talk a lot about, you know, analyzing why we're scared and, and doing a lot of self-analysis and trying to figure everything out and I think the simplest way to put it is that your desire has to outweigh your fear. Otherwise, the fear wins. And which one you focus on is a choice. Now, what if you don't know yet what you want? It's hard to be thinking about having your desire be greater than your fear when you don't know what it is that you're supposed to be desiring, right? You don't yet have that vision. You don't yet have that spark that you can pour gasoline on and turn it into a giant blaze. So, what do you do then? Then I would say start with something very general, something that you, you do know with a little bit more certainty. And that might be, let's say, your desire to live a life where you love what you do. You might not know the particulars then of what that life would look like exactly or how you would make it happen, but you might know that you've got a desire to just be living a life where you, you love what you do. And you can start there. So that's like a general desire to pursue something that you're excited about. And again, you might not know the particulars of, of what that end vision might be or how you're going to go about doing it, but that's okay. You do know that you've got a desire 
to be doing something you're excited about. So you start there. You, you work with what you've got. As always, you just start where you are, start with what you've got. And, and so what that means is that this idea of your desire outweighing your fear also applies to simply your willingness to start this journey to begin with in the first place, right? It doesn't only apply to doing the work, like the details of starting your business and making this whole thing happen. It also applies to your willingness to take that first step and commit and make the decision in the first place that, yes, you are going to be embarking on this journey. So you might be at the very beginning thinking, I have some vague ideas for what I want to do, but I'm not totally sure, and I'm scared to choose, and it's all really intimidating. A lot of people start there, and it's completely, completely normal. That's, that's all fair. That is the starting point. So the question is then, do you want to get unstuck from that status quo badly enough to start this journey and figure out all of that, all of that stuff that we just mentioned? Do you want that badly enough? If you do, you will take the first tiny step, however humble or vague or small that might be, but you will begin. And if you don't, if you don't want that badly enough, then you'll find a way to stay stuck. And that's when we tend to make our own excuses and believe them. And if you do have an idea of what it is that you want, let's say that is starting your own business, you can ask yourself the question, do you want that badly enough? to begin the journey of figuring out what your business is going to be and, and eventually starting it. So what I'm saying is that you, you don't need to start with knowing all of the details and having all the particulars in your mind first and, and to have to focus your desire and your motivation on that. If you're not there yet, if you don't have a ton of particulars to be working with, you just start much more general with where you are, thinking about, you know, do I even want something better badly enough to start doing something about it? Do I want my own business badly enough to explore the ideas and, and see what it is that I would eventually choose? Because by having yes to at least those pretty vague, you know, pretty basic general questions, that will motivate you to get started. That's when you're going to start doing some research or or, or brainstorming some ideas or getting help if you need it, just whatever that first step might be. But again, if you don't want those things badly enough to take the first step, you're going to find a way to stay stuck. So your task then is to ask yourself if your desire or your fear is winning right now. The two are in play, right? They are always, always in play. They're always in play. And so just check in which one is winning, because I can guarantee you one of them is winning. And, and it's kind of like a tug of war. It might feel different on different days. Like one day you're really excited and motivated and, and your desire is a full on blaze. And the next day you feel scared and timid and you just want to hide under the covers. And that's okay. It's always going to be kind of up and down and back and forth like that. This doesn't have to be a constant all the time, but it needs to be, you know, a solid enough winner that on the whole, one of them is winning in a way that it's working in your favor, right? Your desire is winning enough, enough of the time. So ask yourself that question. And if the answer is that the fear is the one that's winning right now, ask yourself what needs to change in order for your desire to be the one that's winning. And that's a pretty personal question. It might take some reflection. It might take some digging. It may or may not be an answer that comes to you right now, but it's the one that you've got to ask if you want something to change. 
if, if this is not kind of falling in your favor, if the fear is winning right now, then the next question is what needs to change in order for that situation to change for you, right? To, to flip the script and to flip the winner and now have your desire being the one that's winning. What needs to change? What needs to happen? What do you need to do? And, and so sit with that question for a little bit and see what comes up for you. It might be something that you need to do. It might be simply an attitude change or thinking about things in a different way. But it's something kind of personal that, that you've got to really sit with if this is, again, something that you want. And it's funny. I think that this whole concept is, is pretty simple, almost, almost too simple that, that it's easy to overlook. Like, it's kind of obvious when you say it out loud, your fear and desire are both in play and one of them's going to win. You can't really have, like, you can experience both of them fluctuating up and down each day. It's not like you only ever experience one, but on the whole, it makes sense that one of them is going to win, right? You're either going after what you want because you want it so badly, or you're not. You're kind of giving into the fear. And it's so simple, but it's easy to overlook. And, you know, the simple things are easy to overlook sometimes because they are so simple. So this might sound really obvious once once I say it, but you've got to really digest it and start asking yourself this question, like, do I want this thing badly enough that I'm willing to confront the fear? Do I want it badly enough that I'm willing to do whatever's going to be asked of me to make this thing happen? And that's where you've got to be just really, really honest with yourself. And hey, maybe the answer right now is no, I, I don't want it badly enough to do something about it. That's okay. No judgment, right? Like the, we, we all kind of go with this journey in our own way and there's different stages of readiness. And maybe right now you're ready, not, you're not ready to feel that way about it, but maybe in a couple of months, things will be different and then you'll feel ready and you'll say, okay, yes, now I want it badly enough that I'm willing to do something about it. So answer this question just really honestly and don't feel bad about what the answer is. It's totally, totally personal. And we all go through that stage of like getting ready to be ready before we do things. We don't start ready, right? And, and everybody who gets to the point of saying, yes, my desire for this thing outweighs my fear of going for it. They didn't necessarily come out of that way or come out of the gate that way. They might have had their own journey of, of going through that. So it's all a process. That's what I'm saying. It's all a process. That's okay. But this is an important question that you want to ask yourself. And you've just got to be really honest about, about where you are. And you'll get there in your own time. So we'll leave it with that question. Is your desire for what it is that you want greater than your fear? If not, the fear is going to win. And maybe right now that is just simply where you are and that's okay. And, and, and see if you can accept that, right? If that's where you are, accept it and don't beat yourself up about it. Like let go of the tension you might be feeling about it. And then you'll revisit the question later when maybe things have changed. And if the answer is like, yes, my desire is greater, but I don't have the thing. I don't know exactly what it is that I'd be working towards. Then you just start with something more general that meets you where you are. Meaning, yes, I want a new chapter so badly that I'm willing to at least start going through the messy process of figuring out what that is going to be. Just meeting yourself where you are. Thank you, as always, for joining me, for listening. Come follow me on Instagram at Curate the Future. And if you want to join the community, you can do that at facebook.com slash groups slash Curate the Future. 